0: This is an AMI podcast.
1: Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-TV. Thanksgiving is this weekend, so you might be doing the old gobble-gobble family dinner. Maybe you're doing the old Dave Brown thing, which is going to an Irish pub with a couple of your oldest friends to celebrate one of their 40th birthdays. Everybody's got their own traditions. Community reporter in Toronto, Mara Hutchinson, has traditions of her own. Hey, good morning, Mara. Good
2: morning. How
1: are you guys? I am doing fantastic this morning. So, Mara, how does Spring Ridge Farm in Milton, Ontario, make its way into your family traditions?
2: Well, that's because I've, I have a kid. Um, I Ever since having Mateo, I was just trying to gather up all ideas of where to take him, what to do. And I see all the pictures from different families going to all these pumpkin patch. And I said, why not? Let's just figure out where to go. And Milton is right around the corner from me. So I decided to just hit up Spring Ridge.
1: <laughs> like you said, there are a lot of different farmlands or pumpkin patches or apple-picking groves to go to this time of year. What makes Spring Ridge stand out?
2: I think because, first of all, it's free. Unless Oh, you I, like use... I
1: like that. I like that. The low, low price of free 99
2: <laughs> It's free if you want to take some photos, cute photos, and so on, and just kind of roam around. But if you want to use the actual fun area, the play area for the kids, I think... You pay for that. And then there's a nice bakery around the corner just right there. And I think it's just a good family outing and you can do a picnic, just hang out. So that's what I love about it.
1: What about, I know this question can sometimes be a little bit difficult to answer because accessibility can mean different things to different people. But how would you rate the accessibility of Spring Ridge Farm?
2: You know what? I think because it's around that farmland that, it needs a little work to be honest with you. I'm trying to think about people with wheelchairs and so on, but I could probably give it about a seven out of 10. I mean, personally for me, I was holding on, I do hold on to my husband here and there, and there is like a concrete pavement where you could probably do the wheelchair, but you're out on the farm. And I mean, if these types of things are getting bigger and bigger every year, I think we need a lot of work in terms of accessibility for everybody in our community.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, no, it, it, it's a real reminder that oftentimes the conversation around accessibility and universal design is thought of as a city issue, but it's not simply a city issue. I was in Huron County over the weekend talking yeah. to a big-time accessibility advocate about some of the work she's been doing around Blythe, Ontario and the surrounding region. And, yeah. like, the, the needs for accessibility are not unique to just Toronto or Montreal, Farmlands, Milton, Huron County, Interior British Columbia. It doesn't matter. The conversation needs to be had more broadly around the country. It,
2: oh, a hundred percent. And this is why I feel like what we're doing is sharing and advocating and just speaking out about, hey, we do these type of things. We go to the farms and take our families and our children and I mean, can you imagine if I was just by myself with my with my son? I mean, I feel like this is why what we do is what we do. We keep speaking up and just share that we need a lot of work. all these type of places
1: 100 percent. well if some if somebody does want to uh get in touch with your tradition and also get part of this thanksgiving time spirit this time of year springridgefarm.com springridgefarm.com and uh, more points of contact will go up on the blog after the show ami.ca slash now okay from literal farmland to probably one of the hippest parts of downtown toronto the drake hotel you've recently taken in a couple of neat experiences and events at the drake hotel what brought yes. you to the drake
2: oh my gosh i was gathered, okay i was looking for ideas of a girl's night out or girl's day out and i'm trying to figure out i love to eat i just want to show or some sort of something for a girl's yeah, day. yeah yeah and I was Googling and so on, even with, um, I think I found it on social media and the Drake was happening in terms of um, the drag brunch. There is also high tea. There's so many things going on with the Drake hotel. And I said, I am going to plan a girl's outing and do the drag brunch first. And it was a huge, huge hit. And um, I took my family another day, which is a Sunday for high tea so that my son could also enjoy and my husband and it was also a hit like you can't go wrong with food and entertainment that's what it is you cannot you You, cannot (laughs) you
1: definitely cannot go wrong with food and entertainment the other thing about the drake is that it's really cool like the venue is just cool now mara this might seem a little bit of like an abstract question but there really is something to the idea of a hotel not just being a hotel but also a cultural community space Mm -hmm. i like like I, i like obviously every hotel has like their little resto bar or whatever but the drake it just feels like it's a little something different it feels like way more ingrained into the culture of the downtown core
2: i feel like it also just caters to everybody i mean i've seen older folks younger folks and they just cater to everybody and you can't go wrong with having such a great time there and what they have to offer so that's what i fell in love with it and i think honestly this year i was there maybe already 10 times, Oh just checking out all. Yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to Google and trying to see what's up. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just go back to the Drake and because they (sighs) offer so many, (laughs) they offer so many events and just so many things to look forward to. Yeah one, so, um, yeah.
1: one of my big regrets this summer is I wanted to go see the singer songwriter Jeffrey Martin, who was playing at the Drake Underground, the yeah. venue downstairs. And I yes. I just I couldn't make it work. It was a Tuesday night. And Mara, I get up at five, five thirty every morning. So I can't I can't be out there gallivanting to the late hours on a Tuesday night.
2: Oh, I feel you. I know they, they, they offer live music as well, which is I do love but it's it doesn't work with my time as well but i mean, it doesn't work i mean i wish it could work but i like i said it just they offer so many things for everybody
1: we have responsibilities in life mara that's just the way <laughs> it <do>. is <laughs> we do oh. mara so great to talk to you again today have a lovely thanksgiving weekend with the family yeah,
2: have and a lovely- Have a lovely Thanksgiving, Dave.
1: Yeah, and we'll reconnect in a couple of weeks. That's Toronto Community Reporter Mara Hutchinson. Coming up in 60 seconds, Amanda Shikarchi will have the entertainment report. But first, Neuralink brain implants are moving to human trials. Mike Dabuski has more in Tech Trends. Recruitment is
0: now open for Neuralink's first human clinical trial. Treatment of four or six patients to assess safety of the technology, first level safety. Yuri Vlasov is a professor of electrical engineering focused on neurotechnology at the University of Illinois Urbana-Champaign. He says the study is open to those with spinal cord injuries or ALS. Saying that for these particular people, you are allowed to do this treatment because they will they will gain from it. And he says Musk's company isn't alone in reaching this level of human-machine interface research.
1: Synchron was approved in 2020. They already made implants for five patients and they are publishing papers in peer-reviewed journals. But
0: Neuralink has faced controversy. Reuters reports the company is under federal investigation for alleged animal welfare violations. With Tech Trends, I'm Mike Dubusky, ABC
1: News. What did I- Nice little tale Mike puts on that one. Oh, by the way, they're being accused of animal cruelty. But uh that's it. Tech Trends, have a nice day. Thanks, Mike. You're always doing fantastic work over there. I'm teasing you because I love you, Mike Dabuski. Let's bring in Amanda Shikarchi for the entertainment report. Amanda, Ed Sheeran dropped a new record over the weekend. I have not had a chance to listen yet, but you have...
3: Thanks, Dave. Yes, the album is amazing. On September 29th, Ed Sheeran released a new album, Autumn Variations. It is the first album without a mathematical title. The sound is refreshing yet reminiscent of Ed's original roots. It is interesting how the song Plastic Bag is similar to One Direction by uh, Little Things by One Direction, which Ed previously wrote. Oh, I didn't know that. I
1: I, I didn't know that Ed wrote for One Direction.
3: Yeah, he did. It's pretty oh. interesting, actually. Oh. Um to, Yeah. To get a sense of Ed's nostalgic sound, here's a clip from Plastic Bag. I're
0: overthinking, I've trouble sleeping. All purpose gone and don't have a reason. And there's no doctor to stop this bleeding.
3: Feel free to listen to the rest of the album on all streaming services. So, Dave, since you haven't listened to the album yet, what are your thoughts on this clip?
1: Well, I'm not going to make any huge conclusions off 12 seconds of music. I have to admit, Amanda, I did like it. Uh, The instrumentation on the guitar, very, very bright. So I'm interested in giving this a listen. But as I mentioned a couple times here, I was out of town this weekend. I was traveling wedding time. No time for listening to the new album for me. But I'm going to bounce the ball the other way. What do you think of the album?
3: I really like the album as a whole. I feel like the sound was very, very unique because he combined it many different genres that it's hard to classify it as, oh, this is a pop album or this is a hip hop album because there's a bit of everything. And I like the experimentation of folk. However, my one critique I have to say is i love the different perspectives and narratives that are being discussed here however some of them are very like somber and personal which is great however when you're coming so, so so so
1: what do you mean like what are some examples
3: like he talks a lot about a little bit too about like some of the losses he had to deal with um Because I think a while ago, one of his friends sadly passed away. So he touched a little bit of that on his previous album. I think there's definitely traces of that here, which is wonderful to hear. However, I personally don't... When it comes to listening to, you know, more deeper, somber music, I do like when the album ends with a more positive track, which Head Over Heels does do that. But if I were to make the track list, I would have done something a little bit more upbeat for the ending. Maybe a song like amazing which was one of the songs closer to the beginning of the album and ending it more on an upbeat fun note if that makes sense
1: you know what you should do amanda you should go into your spotify and then make a playlist in the order of the way you want the album to be and then that way you don't need to worry about ed's choices like, nah, it's the amanda cut it's the it's the shikarchi cut yeah (laughs) <laughs> hey amanda always great catching up with you have a lovely day and i will uh, talk to you uh watch well, i'll talk to you in the second hour of the show because you're part of the news quiz yeah. so don't stray yeah. too far
3: all right talk to you soon
1: that is amanda shikarchi like amanda said you can find the new ed sheeran album on all streaming platforms hopefully i'll get a chance to give that a listen today Although, I'll tell you what, I don't think it's going to happen because it's a big day in the world of sports. The baseball playoffs are underway. And coming up after the break, Brock Richardson will give a preview of the Minnesota Twins and the Toronto Blue Jays series. And I've got a couple other random baseball thoughts of my own. Because as you know, I'm not a Blue Jays fan. I'm not a bandwagoner. I don't hang out in that nest. I'm a broad-based baseball fan. So, after the break... You'll find lots of baseball chat and the regional news. I got a couple of really cool stories in the regional news update as well. So journalism, sports talk, and uh, I will be asking Brock about insects that give him the icks as part of the Daily Poll. This is Now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv.